This episode of Wine Biz Radio is brought to you in part by Cornerstone Sellers. Fan them up on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Cornerstone Napa or on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash Cornerstone Napa. And by Wine Industry Network, connecting buyers and suppliers. You can find them online at wineindustrynetwork.com. Fan us up on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash winebizradio. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Go to twitter.com forward slash winebizradio. And now, on with the show. It's time now for Wine Biz Radio, bringing the wine industry to your ears. And now, here's Kaz, Randy, and X. Wow. Wow. It's, 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 it's only like a few weeks left in January. And then, Wowza. And then it's done. I know. The month is over. We're, we're yet another month closer to... To the Armageddon. Grave. I mean, yes, that's Armageddon. true. The end of the world, people. December it is 12th. happening. December. No, isn't it the twenty-first? Uh, somewhere, sometime in December. We it's don't know. It's upon when, us. But it is upon us, it, right? So, uh, twenty twelve. You're oh, oh, it's going to be so good. That's why I'm going out in a blaze of glory. I, are you? I, I guarantee you. You're going to go on your lot, motorcycle. I'm going to yes, pour gasoline on myself, with light naked myself on women. fire with naked women on the on both saddlebags in a squirrel suit, like yes, a flying squirrel suit. And I'm going to ride my bike straight down the middle of the freeway. Nice. I, I swear to you, that this could is be what good. I'm going to do. I think it, I think that would be epic enough. That would be. And if the world doesn't end, then I'll be I'll be gone. <laughs> you'll, yeah, you'll get a ticket. Yeah, like, but like, that, exactly. would be, that would be tragic if I survived and then I had to answer for all of those heinous crimes. Yes, that yeah. would be terrible. This is Kaz Randy and X here on Wine Biz Radio. Uh, it was a, a weird start to our show today, but that's that's how we are. <laughs> that's how we roll. That's how we've been going. Yeah. And, and we're gonna we're actually gonna start in on 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 a telephone call like right off the bat and we'll talk about vineyard stuff later because okay. I really want to bring in uh, an old friend of the show here Mr. Sean Ludford Sean Ludford Ludford uh from Bevex right bevex.com It's your friend right. There he is There he is Oh hi <laughs> Oh yeah I'm, I'm here I'm here <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. I'm just. I'm just trying to recover from the apocalyptic uh, talk at the oh, end of the world. Oh, sorry. Here. Yes, I didn't mean to scare you so much, but anyhow. Uh, well, so- just just in case you're frightened, I I, I must say, in full disclosure, I am tomorrow, and this is actually absolutely true. I'm flying to the uh, Riviera Maya tomorrow. Oh, you Did turkey! Spend spend like a long weekend there. <laughs> oh, and-, and, and check things out. And, and try to get some tips on on how to handle this end of the world thing. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Oh, I was figuring it was going to be for business reasons so that you could write the whole thing off, but that's another We'll find out what yeah. beverage you should be drinking <laughs> exactly. at the end of the world. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, what well, you should that's do. That, now, that's an article right there, Sean. <laughs> exactly. The beverage the end of the you should world, be drinking the, the drink for, the for the end of the world. Absolutely. Yeah. There's your story idea. And we are, the bill will be in the mail. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> And if it's Kaz wine, hey, you know that'll be good publicity, and we can we can push that. And I, and I might even send you a bottle. So there, that, hey, that'd, that'd be great. So what is the weather like uh, in the middle of our country right now, and on a late night? Uh, cold. <laughs> We've got cold here. That doesn't qualify. It's cold. And he, yeah, it's quite. It's cold. It's been cold. It's. Uh, I think. Um, it was a single digit Fahrenheit last evening, and I think uh, it's heading that way again. And it's probably you know close to zero wind chill and all that. And, yeah. uh, so, 
Oh. So I've got a bottle of wine opened and uh, and got the fireplace going. So. Nice, nice. So uh, you know when you have all this, the, these uh, these comforts of uh, of the cold weather and uh, a really great football team. That oh, oh, I'm sorry, you're not watching a great football team in the playoffs this year, are you? Oh. <laughs> well, it, what it, is it, this, Kaz? This is like an indictment. <laughs> well, what are you doing? It's interesting how all of a sudden uh, all of my friends in the in, uh, in the Bay Area want to talk football again. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it's... It, it seems that there was there was a hiatus there for a while where I think you you maybe your team oh, uh, left town up. or something. No, no, turn no, no, no. turn his Apparently, microphone off. Yeah, I know. Turn exactly. his microphone off. There's people that are actually they're watching and they're tweeting about the games and they're going like, "Oh, this is just like the '80s," and I'm like, "Oh, come on, guys, that's not the sort of thing you want to be talking about." Yeah. Well, they had Twitter back then. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's like oh, oh man. No, you're, you're doing quite well. You're probably quite well. You're probably more interested in Manchester Unlimited or something like that or whatever their name is. Manchester. Uh... <laughs> Manchester Unlimited. <laughs> no, no. I, All I, of our I UK really listeners to... just died. Yeah. Uh, Manchester. No, what is it? I, Manchester Mud. United. What is it? United. Uh, yeah. It is Manchester Mud to me. I mean, as far as I yeah, I'm sure that you. I, I, I never I, got I, it. I don't think so. Where actually? Uh, where Where are you from originally? Uh, I'm Irish, actually. So. Yeah, but where in I, Ireland? Uh, from the south. <laughs> so I, I, I'm, I'm actually far more interested in rugby than I am in in soccer. I think you know the way I look at it. Soccer's a fine game for the boys who can't make the rugby team. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's more like it. Well, you, you'll be happy to know that my uh, my right hand guy at the winery now is a uh, he's a rugby player. So, oh great! He he went from from just soft football to uh, the the hard porn as we call it rugby. <laughs> great, great, perfect. Yeah. So hey, well, perfect. I I I, uh, I I we we actually talk about uh, Bevex quite a lot uh, on our show. I, I give you many many. Really, you're you clearly starved for content. Then. Yeah, we are, and 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 I do need a filler, uh, you know, for at least one minute every every week. So I at least say. <laughs> Uh, you know, check this out, or I'll, I'll let people know what the uh, the bev of the week is, or the uh, right. the, the the wine. Uh, but ha- is there any wine drink that you haven't had personally? Because I know you're just a drunken, uh, you know, nut <laughs> constantly. But is is there a drink that you really haven't had that you know of? Uh, a mixed drink. Not not that I know, of. <laughs> not that I know, of, but I'm, but I'm sure there's plenty of things out there that I that are waiting to to be discovered. You know, that's the fun that's the fun thing about being in this business, as we all know, is that that each you know you can you can constantly be learning, and you should constantly be learning, and it's really kind of humbling. I I think you know just for for me, I mean, kind of being involved in the business in one from one aspect or, uh, or another for, you know, 25 plus years. It's just like, I, I'm more, I'm more often just humbled by, uh, seeing new things and learning new things. It's, it's, it's so amazing. It's so fun. And that's, that's what kind of keeps you, you know, I think keeps all of us getting up in the morning to, to do what we do. It's oh, just, sure. It's such a thrill. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I really, uh, enjoy when you're, you're, uh, I'm, I'm kind of big into, to rums these last uh, years or so, and uh, mm. you know when you uh, pop out something new with a, a rum drink in there, it uh, kind of warms the cockles of my heart. But when you go down to your watering hole, uh, your local watering hole, do you, do you ask the 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 bar bartender? You know, do you say, "Hey, can you throw something new at me that you've never made before?" Or do you do you, do you ever? Yeah, well, well, I'm just you know I, I I'm always looking for. 
for whatever it is kind of do or just or or I kind of share it I, I often kind of end up getting asked to sort of share a new cocktail with with bartender friends and, and things but I always love going to the places where where they can show me something new or, or just uh, it, it's really fun when you come into a place and the guy is just you know someone's really enthusiastic behind the bar and before you even sit down that their face lights up they go wait 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 i i, I got something and then you just sit and, ah. and moments later you have something really cool presented to you but it's fun it just but the whole industry and the whole the whole everything wine beer spirits it's all really amazing at the moment and it's really i think the best time ever to be attached to this business as or either, you know, working in it or just a consumer in it. And I, I love going in and just seeing new microbrews or imports even and things that are on 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 the taps and just uh, new stuff that I've, I've never had before. And it's just so fun. It's so thrilling to go in and go, wow, I've, I've never seen this before. Pour, pour me a pint, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, that, 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 that would be a cool way to do it, to go into a restaurant and then just be... Uh let let somebody uh, select something for you or push something your way. I, I have a question. Yeah. Uh, we we like to talk about uh, what what the trends are going to be, uh, you know, as far as the year and, and wine and whatnot. Uh, Sean, maybe you can enlighten us on what you see as a trend in cocktails or a spirit uh, that uh, is going to be hot, uh, you know, across the U.S. or globally. Um. Well, uh, good question. <laughs> um, <laughs> you weren't expecting any real questions. Sorry about that. Oh, no, enough no, with I the softball. Who's this new guy? Yeah, who's this new guy, man, that asks such good questions? I'm telling you, man, we pick them good. Yeah, I thought we were, I thought we were just going to talk about the, the what to drink at the end of the world and all that. And, uh, no, that's that that's was the it. first. No, that's one. your that's your story assignment. You got to go write that one. You know, I think that is my story assignment. Actually, I'm going to get on that. Actually, actually it's going to be a really fun story. Uh, but I think no, as far as. Uh, in the spirit world, things are uh, that are happening. I think there's a really a lot of cool development in the world of rum. Uh, you mentioned rum earlier and, and uh, rum cocktails and things like that. But I think there's lots of fun things happening in the world of rum. I think finally rum's going to kind of put its place on a map. Like uh, whiskey has all types of whiskey, whatever you Scotch, Irish, uh, bourbons, uh, rye whiskey, and uh, then it has tequila has as well. I mean, kind of put itself on a, on a map as far as the quality things go. There's a lot of fun things going on with the rum producers, and they're making better rum than they ever have. And they're doing fun experimental things with um, uh, different wood finishings, like the, the like the Scotch whiskey guys have as well. Had some really brilliant stuff that I can't really even talk about fully, but it'll be coming out coming out probably later this year. But uh, oh, you uh, mean uh, you mean those rums that are put in those uh, in the in the balsa wood? Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, that yeah. It's, and the balsa barrels wood. are so light. You can just pick them up and throw them <laughs> on your shoulder. No, that's cool. Yeah, exactly. No, but I think a lot of playing around with um, uh, uh, former sherry cask and things like, um, oh, like okay. the Scotch whiskey guys are doing. A lot of fun stuff like that. Also, I think uh, you, you're, we're seeing a, a real sort of renaissance with, uh, with liqueurs, both um, kind of old traditional things that um, uh, old traditional brands that we know that are are coming out with new expressions and then old brands that have nearly faded away that have only been sort of um, of interest, uh, very, very local, are, are kind of taking the global stage again. And then a lot of uh, the micro-distilling or sort of, you know, the craft distilling in, in the U.S. 
uh, you have people dabbling in in, in making uh, liqueurs and things from their own distillates as well. So uh, a lot of fun stuff with what I mean, not you know, not and clearly. I mean, just the whole craft industry in the U.S. There's now a distillery in in every one of the fifty states. Pretty cool development. Yeah, uh, yeah. Speaking on liqueurs, uh, this is X again. Here we go. <laughs> um, you know, there's uh, Demi. Um, can you, can you talk about Demi a little bit? I was just introduced to Demi the other day. I'm, I'm sorry, Demi. Are you familiar with Demi yet? It's a grappa based liqueur. I, I'm sorry, could you, I, I'm not quite here. Can you spell it? Yeah, Demi. D I M M I, like the Italian word Demi. Can you use it in a sentence? He's stumped him. Can you use it in a drink? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's really what I want. Yes, you can use it in a drink, or you can have it on the rocks. Huh. Well, Fantastic. But we've never heard right. about how it, did, so there yeah. you go. So how don't, don't did, feel bad, Sean. It? We don't know what the hell he's talking about either. So He's a young kid, how, and he just goes out there and he drinks all the time. And, uh, you know, we... Uh, he just kind it. of he, he he comes to the show on a skateboard or uh, you know uh, <laughs> with his cap turned sideways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fashionable. Uh, okay, got it. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, you know he's got it. He's got a lot. Uh, he has a lot of catching up to do before before yeah. December twenty one. <laughs> exactly. When, when the world ends. Yeah. yeah. Well. Well. Anyway. I mean. Uh, so. <laughs> what, 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 go 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 into your going to your uh, your. your uh, your blog slash website. Um, I mean, you you have so much. I, I was playing on it today, just kind of looking up stuff and looking up old articles, and you know, just putting in things in your search. And and, and I mean, you can just pull up so much information from your your site. Is it's incredible? I mean, all the things. Do you, do you know what uh, you know? How many posts you've had, or how many things you've written about? Uh, to semi. You know today? what? I I I don't. I should probably maybe spend a bit of time looking at that, but there's uh, just a lot of things through the years. I mean, just a lot of different subjects covered and, uh, and um, you know, um, it, uh, a lot of, uh, over uh, all of the spirit, spirit range and wine range and, and uh, beer range as well, um, particularly in spirit and wine. But um, it's it's been fun, but it's, I guess, it, yeah, I suppose I, I never really spent the time looking, looking back at it. Yeah. I, I think... Probably a lot of times are things that um, just stick in stick in my mind, uh, or you know, just the, the things that kind of uh, get gets under people's skin, and the, and the things you know, you you don't you know how it goes. You don't always get um, sort of uh, messages from from people when 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 they're happy with things. You just tend to get them when they're when they're angry at you. Yeah. <laughs> so so those are always fun. The times when you kind of end up kicking a hornet's nest and. Uh, and, and the next day, you know, your, your inbox is filled with um, about 50 angry messages. Just out of curiosity, do you ever go to the uh, the uh, uh, Wine and Spirit shows and just, uh, you know, kind of uh, flap gums with the guys behind the, the booths and stuff just to uh, see what they're up to and to, to let them know yeah. of, of your sources uh, as a resource for, you know, uh, them to use for all kinds of stuff? Yeah, I, I do. I mean, I, I I don't go to as many of them as I once did, just because I, I it, it just I just don't have the time. I mean, I end up I end up being on a road a good bit now as it is. So uh, my goal my goal anymore over the past few years is to try to uh, 
uh, have as much at home time as possible. <laughs> so, yeah. it, but but it's still even with that, I I'm still gone. You know, a good at least ten days of the month as it is. So wow. So, but but I do hit I do hit a lot of the the, the shows whether you know whether it be in this country or uh, overseas and uh, but because it's good you know you try to keep up on on things and and uh, and at very least I mean they're just kind of a good good place to go as a good kind of uh, almost like a an, an extended family reunion you know of all the people that the friends that you have in the business that uh, you haven't seen for some time is sometimes a convenient way for everyone to to get together and and uh, catch up so yeah well have you have you made uh, <clears throat> the, the the question that a lot of guys will, will always want to ask is you know since you started this thing um, did you have a goal in mind to as far as uh, trying to make some money in this business, uh, doing what you're doing with the with the site, or yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I hoped to 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 make some money with it. I mean, it's never been, it, 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 I never really had, um, I, I suppose, I never had sort of grand goals of, of this being uh, some something for me to do without doing anything else, you know, for this, basically, for BevX, everything that I do with BevX, for that to, uh, for that to pay the bills, because it just, you know, it just doesn't, I mean, and that's, and that's fine. I mean, it was mostly an outlet for, uh, it kind of really started from an outlet, because I was writing a lot of articles for, um, kind of the major trade publications, and both for, for Wine Spirits and things directed at, um, for for bars and for restaurants and uh, at the retailers and things like that and occasional uh, stuff for consumers and I thought we needed to really have a lot more fun things for consumer and also it was just these most of the magazines have become so incredibly boring and so predictable that uh, I mean that there wasn't really a whole lot of interesting assignments as far as being a, a columnist and a contributor to these magazines because any 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 fun thing invariably any any fun thing I would suggest would get would get shot down by uh, by somewhere someone along the way because it was uh, deemed to be uh, too controversial or, or it was something that uh, would would seem that they thought their segment of their advertisers would complain about it or things like that. And, it just, yeah. and, and so it, it, I thought, well, what are we doing this for? I mean, this is, so essentially then these magazines kind of turned into um, nothing more than um, uh, a vehicle for, for adverts and then uh, um, sort of content that supports the adverts or vice versa. I mean, it's hard to tell, you know, it's trying, it's kind of hard to spot the chicken and egg there. But so that that's kind of where it was all born on. It was like, oh, it was an idea of, well, I really want to, to write about things that I, that I care about and, uh, and express an, an opinion and, uh, and, and, and just have a vehicle for this to get out there. And so that, that's really how it was born. Right. And then just out of curiosity, approximately how, you know, do you, do you know how many is, uh, offhand uh, subscribers you have to the... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, about thirty-two thousand. Yeah, that's incredible. I, I, I forget. Yeah, it, I forget how, how when we first started talking to you, but it wasn't. It wasn't close to that number. That's for sure. That's incredible. No, it wasn't that much. And it just. Uh, and I suppose one day maybe I'll get around to uh, finding uh, someone uh, clever with all of these um, <laughs> ways of of, of of social media and and and, and such and, and ways of going out and reaching a new audience and such. But, but for whatever reason, 
touch wood, I just I get people just coming to the site and, and subscribing every day. So right. It just uh, just uh, just the way it goes. So that that that's fine. I'm quite happy with that. Yeah, that's very cool. Hey, Sean, I really appreciate your time here. Uh, you know, just giving us a little update on BevX. Uh, and, sure. Um, and go out, and you got to go find that story. I'm telling you, that's going to be a winner right there. I am going to find a story. It's going to be a fun thing to talk about. I Absolutely. Think we should have. We think we should have our drink countdown to the end of the world. You know, we can just count it on the days, you know, and what, what are we looking for? <laughs> I love it. I, We're going to do that. Yeah. All right, buddy. I, I think I think as we get closer to the day, the drink should get stronger and stronger. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, thanks, John, for being with us. Thanks much for the call. All right. All right we'll right, talk bye. to you again sooner than this last time. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. All right. Have a Cheers. great year. Bye. All right. Bye now. You as well. Cheers. Okay, so that's Sean Ludford, and it's time for a break. So we're going to jump out and jump back in just a second. You're listening to WineBizRadio.com with Kaz, Randy, and X. And uh, listen to this. Time for another cornerstone moment. Oh, yeah. This week, Kaz talks with Craig Camp and Jeff Keen of Cornerstone Sellers about who inspires them. Uh, everybody looks up to uh, somebody in the business for one reason or another. Uh, I'm going to ask both of you, so I'll give Jeff a little extra free time on here to think about this one. But, uh, Craig, who do you look up to or what winery have you? Well, in, in Napa, I, I really admire Kathy Corison. I think that uh, she has gone on for several decades really uh, uh, adhering to what she believes in. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's made wines for herself, even when it was the type of wine she would was making was not very fashionable. Mm-hmm. Now it seems to be coming back into to style. Sure. But I, I've always admired her uh, integrity, uh, focus, and uh, the willing willingness to do what she believes in. Jeff, uh, same question. You know, who do you look up to in the wine business? Doesn't have to be a specific person or a winery. Either one. Well, it is a, a specific person, uh, Michael Havens. Um, I actually started out my winemaking career at Havens Wine Cellars. Learned my winemaking at Havens Wine Cellars, nice. and uh, Michael is a, you know, he's a pioneer of uh, Merlot, Cab Franc, and Syrah in a cool climate area down mm-hmm. in Canaros. Right. Um, again, wines that um, he loves to drink, he loves to make, very acid driven, very lifted, um, and very food friendly wines, and that's who I respect and learned my uh, winemaking from. You can find Cornerstone and Stepping Stone Wines online at cornerstonecellars.com. You can visit their tasting room in downtown Yountville, California, or you can find them at fine restaurants and retailers. Look them up on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash cornerstone Napa or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash cornerstone Napa. And those are our friends at Cornerstone Cellars. Brandy. Yes, I think we need to talk about this wine, this this new wine guy, this wine industry network, this wine industry network, wine kind industry of guy. network. You know what's cool about wine industry network is that it is a it's a it's a it's a live directory. No way. Yes, it is a way for uh, both you know uh, wine industry buyers. Like people that want yes. to buy either products or services. And let me guess, I wanted. bet they want to network together they, to figure out what to do. Exactly. God but, darn. Yeah, I know. You're just so smart that way. I am. But I want to say that uh, uh, it's it's what's 
what's cool is you know there are other there are other publications that come out on a, on sure. a more or less annual basis yes that are a directory of suppliers but that, that takes that, a whole year to get that, that takes information. a whole year for that information to really get updated I bet this information is alive this information is live and what's really cool about it is that if you are interested in connecting to folks that want to that that are you know purchasers sure. for the wine industry. You can you can actually go in there, you you are able to create a profile for yourself. If you created yourself an account um, for your business on Wine Industry Network, you can go in there and you can create uh, little news updates that basically get dropped into this newsletter. It's called Link. The Link. And this thing is uh, it's terribly useful. And it's and it's targeted for just just the 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 category of buyers that that I, are interested I, I, in finding your thing. The link. You already get the link. I, I get know. the link. So do you have the link right here? Um, you know what? I, you don't. I don't today. Oh, but you know what? Next demerit. week I will bring you next, next week. You link. I will so, link you, you know, up. The the trick is that you go to wineindustrynetwork.com. You can actually sign up for if you're a buyer. You go to sign sign up for this this uh, weekly newsletter. And if you're a wine geek, and, uh, a and wine you, weirdo like me, yeah, if you're the, if if you're if you're in the industry, you're a winery, sure. or you are a you know create a profile. You can create a, you can create yourself a profile, sure. and then you can start blasting out information to uh, other folks who can then buy your service or product. And I think it's super cool. It so is super cool. Go down, uh, check them out. Wineindustrynetwork.com for more details. Those are our friends at Wine Industry Network. Listen, this is the Greg Wilson. Kaz and Randy are some of my best friends. I mean, I, these are some guys I've known. I love these guys. Every time I'm in town, I'm like, hey, guys I've never met before. Kaz, Randy, X, bring X along too. I love a guy with a nickname from 93. That's the best. That's the best. X, he's extreme. He's the only one that's still extreme. But catch him on Wine Biz Radio. Like the way he says, catch him on Wine Biz Media. Yeah. He's just cracking up, man. He's a cracking up kind of guy. He was cracking up when he was saying that because, you know, <laughs> X had that prod. Yeah, the, the cattle prod really does yeah. help get them motivated. It does Welcome help back to winebizradio.com with Kaz Randy next. Uh, 91.3 under the sun. Yeah, and I'm not allowed to say that. So uh, I'm I'm contractually obligated, apparently, not to mention this. All right. So um, he's uh, X is pouring. I got the one with the cork in it. Mm, Bits of cork. It's a special glass. It's the special glass. This is like the eating the the frosting off the cupcake one, right? Because there's that little extra it's something. It's not the holidays something. anymore. We're Is done it? with that. Oh, I yeah. saw some Christmas lights when I was coming here today, and oh. I just felt like Shut Christmas it. still. It, they're winter lights. Oh, now. winter lights. Winter, <laughs> winter, winter wonderland. Oh, that was out. Oh, I'm sorry. Those were outside your front Those door. Are, yeah, stop it. Okay, so uh, what I was going to say really was, are there. They really a, are there. Come visit my house, and you'll be able to see. It's going to be the um, one with the lights. It's the only one with the lights. It's the only side of the house with lights. <laughs> Everything else is blackness. Uh, don't you love winter here? All no. right. Um, <laughs> I don't. I want to be in Mexico. Hey, Kaz. Yes. What's going on in the vineyard, man? Well, you're going to be happy to know we burned all of our You burned all your vines yeah. in we preparation for down. the end of the world. Kaz has burned down, down. down. <laughs> we, we burned them down. We burned down all the clippings from our trees, the uh, all the, the clippings and everything, because, because it's supposed to rain like cats and dogs tomorrow. Yeah. 
So I well, mean, it's tomorrow like, meaning you know, Thursday to Thursday, Thursday right, being yeah, yesterday. Yeah, 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 we're on Wednesday, so I don't don't, don't. two days until we build an ark. So yes. what we did was, <laughs> you know, you gotta if you're gonna burn, you gotta kind of burn before it gets too wet, or it just takes forever to burn stuff. Yeah. And our pile, he didn't even uh, Daniel, my my boy Blunder, um, was not he wasn't able to finish the whole thing because we have such a big. Yeah, the big pile. Your, your pile is so huge. It's piles big, are huge. My piles uh, are I huge. I hear there's a cream huge. for that too. There is, right. um, <laughs> and it's it's it's. If you see Kabum, stop H. by and see my. It's not a pile. K. It's an H. <laughs> so, um, well, anyway, we just right. we we just uh, the first segment we uh, we talked to a good old friend Sean Ledford Ledford uh, Ledford Ledford. So that's your update Bev is that you were burning things. We were burning you things, were polluting the atmosphere yes. in mm-hmm. the name of, of not having to take it and compost it somewhere. All right. Yeah, well, they don't compost some of the stuff we were burning, so they we just it's well, easier. Well, was it dung? I mean, uh, what? No, no, that's oh. okay to burn. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That's what my neighbors were doing with their horse poop the other day. Nice. I bet that smelled great. It did. Oh. It, it was quite nice. You have an odd sense. An odd sense, I tell you. Uh, that's so, hot shoot out there. In no, the yes. In, in fact, yes, it should it should have already been rainy. Quite and, a bit. And uh, they're saying that uh, it is the beginning of a long string of rain. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so I've heard that too. Uh, the the farmer's almanac is dead wrong. It does say yeah. that this week coming up is clearing, and then we'll be fair <laughs> next week. And I'm thinking, no, no, they got that one wrong. They got that one wrong. They're off by about a week because the previous week, the week where year. everything was mm-hmm. like you know nice mm-hmm. and nice and fair and beautiful, said rain. And so I think they're like a week behind. Well, they, in terms see, of the, they didn't know the uh, La Nina was they, happening. They did actually. They they, they still said the La Nina. Well, see, yeah, that could be they, mixed. They, claim, they, mixed they pointed at the La Nina and then they came up with their their claims for weather. So um, still, though, I think that the Farmer's Almanac is uh, still kind of a least. A, a, it's something interesting to read. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So there. Okay. Um, so so anyway. what are we? What is this? What is in this glass? Uh, this week's show is brought to you by. Mencia. Mencia? Isn't that like a comedian? Turn that Yeah, this isn't Carlos Mencia. This is wine. (laughs) You don't want what he puts in your glass. No, I wouldn't want what he puts in your glass. No, that's pronounced Mensa. It's a Jewish, it's a Yiddish, (laughs) it's a Yiddish wine. Mensa. No. No, 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 that's that's the the intelligent people. Oh, spelled like, I don't have my glasses, so they were spelled differently, I'm sure. Yeah, no. No, that's not it. Sorry. It oh, might be uh, Mankia. 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 I might accept that. All yeah. right. So I what like, about where? I talk, like talk about this. Well, it's a Spanish variety. Okay. And uh, it's found in the northwestern part of the country. Nice. Oh. Yep. So there's a few regions that kind of champion. And actually, this is one of them. The DO is uh, Bierzo. There's uh, Ribera Sacra. And hmm. then uh, Valderas. Wow. Yep. You get extra points for all these things today. You know that. I do? Yes. He does? Yeah, yeah. Give him a raise, Randy. Okay. Yes. Not like that. <laughs> do your pants up. Come on. Your hands oh, cold. Come on, man. That's all I've got to pay him with. Oh, all right. So, uh, <laughs> oh, man. This what do you think cool. of this wine? So, um, I think it, it looks incredible. I mean, the, the color is awesome. And the, yeah. It reminds it's me. It's actually kind of floral it, and pretty on the it, nose. Yeah. It reminds me a fair yeah, bit yeah. of uh Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, I do that. Yeah. See what I mean? See what I mean? They're just making fun of me now. Aren't you glad you're not on the show right now, Sean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. I know he's gonna be listening to the show for at least this segment, and then he'll go, Okay, that's enough. Okay, Don, listening. That's good. Uh jeez, oh man. Bevex.com. That's Bevex.com. 
Yeah, if mm. you really don't know what to drink, go to BevX.com because Sean will tell you how to get there. Reminds me of... This is pretty good. I like this you all know, the way around. Yeah? Yeah. It reminds me of a... It's kind of light on the palate. A yeah. Syrah. Easy. Almost a, a GSM sort of... Definitely easy going. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, very easy to drink. Man, that's like... Well, just, you just drink it. It's easy, but it has a little complexity to it. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. Again, like Sean was saying, it's fun to have something that you've never had before. I've never had this grape before. Nope. Uh, you know what? Have. I'm just I'm just pushing you guys further on the Century Gosh. Club. Yeah, yeah, I know. We we pushing you guys because you know when it takes it takes wines like this to get into the Century Club. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So go out and get yourself a bottle of Mencia. Mencia. Go find a Mencia. M e n c i a. Mencia. And they should be fairly Espanol. inexpensive. Is they're not really you know uh, not understood well on the market. So yeah. you got this at your favorite. I got it at that store. That <laughs> that other place. Oh. That, uh, <laughs> I did. Martin's <laughs> We can't so, say the word. Are we supposed to scramble that? Is yeah. that? Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah. Yeah, well, the, the, you know, you know how Mr. I, Big uh, is in, uh, well, at the radio Mr. station. Mr. Big, Mr. Yeah. Big, we got to talk to about Mr. Talk Big Mr. every Big. now and then. I know. It's the man. There's a meeting. It's working yeah. for the man. There's a meeting coming up. Did you get the memo? I got the memo. I'm not going to make the meeting. Yeah. I know. I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm, Mr. Big. I'm not going to be at the meeting. Either. <laughs> uh, no, you're not going to be at the meeting either. Yeah, we got to okay. sign papers again. I'm sure. I, I'm sure. You know, they always want papers signed. Uh, so you just handed me another piece of paper. <laughs> He's good about that, dang. <laughs> I like the way he does that. He's a butcher. Butcher. He's a 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 butcher. Am I really talking that badly? Yeah. Wow. And here I just thought I was being myself. Go ahead. Fine. <laughs> it's not going to be about what you hear, folks. It's going to be about them making fun of what, they, what I'm saying. We should just give them papers and have no. Just give me papers yeah. and make me read. I'm going to draw a okay, stick so figure story, on one. And the story over. comes from the Tennessean. The Tennessean, <laughs> as we all know, is a bastion of wine journalism. Oh, you know, sure. it's going to be good. Um, and it says, don't believe all you hear about wine. There you go. Don't believe um, it. So Moonshine. Some of these, Moonshine. There's some I... myths about wine that seem to prevail. Myths uh, or despite... myths? <laughs> don't feed me wine if you want me to talk nice. All right. All right, go ahead. <clears throat> there are myths there about go. wine that uh, seem to keep uh, persisting despite... Uh, information that bug de- debunks it. Okay. Okay. So here's uh, like here's the myths. So let's hear the myth. Myth number one. You're just gonna drink it out of the bottle. Yeah. Okay. The myth number one: the older the wine, the better. Myth. Myth. <laughs> myth. What am I saying? You're lisping. Myth. <laughs> Hi, it's time for myth number one. Don't forget Yay. to follow us on Twitter. All right. So um, the older the wine, the better. So we know this. Not all. Not no, no, all no, wine no, is meant no, to no, age. no. No, it's all. Older wine, the bitter. No, better. Oh, okay. Stop it. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> but really, the 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 point being that no, not all wine is meant to age. But really, right? But really, that'd be a good so, name yeah. for a wine. But really, <laughs> yeah. Fine, you can use that label. Mm-hmm. Um, Royalty. There are there there are there are <laughs> classifications of wine, and I mean old. It is, that and you don't want to age. Age. And in fact, there's a lot of wine out there now that you can go buy that is perfectly ready to drink right away. Sure. And sure. that you don't need to – I mean, I've, I was out uh, – in fact, I was going to talk about this. I was out at the, the Winter Wineland um, oh, last weekend. that's right. And uh, tasted a lot of wines that, you know – They're ready. 2007, 2009s in that range that are rocking. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, 2007, yeah. Check you could, this you out. See that. Wait till you try the 2011s and 2010s that are like they're ready really because good. they're not going to go in here. I mean, they're, they will go somewhere, but they're not going to be like lay down those vintages no, no, no. in the, this neck of the woods. The no, tens, the tens I've, I've had so far are really good. Yeah. There's a lot of good flavor yeah. out there. Yeah. And I, I, I was happy for what the grapes that came in, you know, you the last two thank years. You, it's thank like, you for the grapes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the, uh, the, you know, not all wine is meant to age. Um, yeah. so, you know, don't, don't assume that because the year on the bottle says, 2010 or 2011 that you're like oh i need to i need to set this down in a cellar darkened dungeon and and leave it there for five years it's like no by the time you do that it might be gone that's right over the hill over the hill all right you really want me to do this no you don't have to are there more i was just more i was just handing number two oh this is probably do it do it sure california cabernets don't age oh who said that (laughs) people in tennessee People in Tennessee, apparently. Wow. No, yeah. so that's, the they, myth. that's the myth going around Tennessee okay, right now. Okay, so the Tennessee wines are going to like lay no, down no, the no, cabs no, no, there. No, no. Um, <laughs> yeah. Moly. So I mean, there's plenty. There's that, and that's just like clearly bunk. You know that there are. There's plenty of of uh, California cabs that sure. you, that you can lay down, and there are plenty that are good to drink right away. Yeah, drink, so drink them. But yeah, drink I them. think they're just saying like you know in the you know out in the collector world, a lot of people are yes. saying, oh well, you know you want to have the European wines, the California wines, just but it, to drink. And it says here that um, actually French wine has actually become more uh, more in line with that same uh, methodology drink. of of being able to drink it. Yeah. Drink the day it. you buy it, as opposed to having to cellar it for you know to make it make money. Uh, myth number three: oak always improves the final product. Oh my no. god, boy, <laughs> these are dumb myths, man. Oak does not. Where did you get Tennessee? I should have known. Oak always improves the final product. I'm not letting you hand me anything else. I might as well draw this figure and hand it to the, him. The myth number four: I'm going to skip that one because that was just too dumb to even debunk. Uh, the king has no clothes. The emperor has no clothes. French Burgundy is often written about in almost hallowed tones. What? Unfortunately, for the, I'm reading it verbatim. Unfortunately, for the few good bottles that exist out there, one has to wade through an immense sea of forgettable and highly expensive. This is basically talking about any I, wine region. I'm, I'm, I'm not, whole, I'm not printing anything from this place again. Don't ever no. give me that paper again, you bastard. That was a waste of my time. I'll never get those minutes no, back. It's a waste of our listeners. Yes, time. I know. It's, I'm so sorry that X handed me that piece of trash for me to read to you. Oh, uh, I'm going to give you the, Please save us. I'm going to give you the, the Mississippian next, next oh, week. <laughs> All right. So we got a couple of fun events. One uh, one that Randy and I will be going to uh, while uh, uh, Mr. X is uh, enjoying himself uh, on the East Coast. Um, but it's uh, the Unified... Grape Symposium in Sacramento, which we've talked about the last few weeks, but we're going to be there in next week's. I don't know if you're going to have probably next week's show all put together to put out by Friday. We'll see. I don't know. I I don't know. We'll We'll see. see. He's got a busy week, I'm sure. I got a busy week. Anyway. It's going to be fun, though. We're going to be talking to, we're we're going there trying to uh, find new stuff. Dead or alive, we're going, man. New stuff. We're going to find stuff. new we things. Are, we, and we've been kind of developing that particular trend sure. of, hey, we go there and we're trying to find the cool new thing. I'm going to find new things, that. too. Yeah, yeah, I bet I you, you are. Will. But you're yeah. not going to be yeah. unified. You're going to be and somewhere. He can't, he, and he tomorrow. can't tell us about those things. No. I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to record it. <laughs> record it. It's going to be lots of grunts and moans. We're going to record the it. Odd, the odd bleat. My God, that feels good. Man. <laughs> 
Um, so anyway, that's uh, next week, January uh, yes. 25th right. and 26th in Sacramento, Unified Symposium. If you want to find anything about wine. That's right. It's already here. Stuff. It's already here. It's already here. Blah. Blah. Yeah, the other the other kind of fun thing in our local valley here, and I'm sure there's something going on like the Mustard Festival in February you sh- we should probably talk about. Uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, the Mustard Festival is canceled. <gasps> what? No. No mustard? Why? There was no mustard festival last year. There's no so mustard festival this year. I didn't think there was last canceled. year. Misappropriation of funds. Oh. Uh, we had, snap. That was yeah, good. we had somebody in our neck of the woods that had. So in Titus, yeah, we had our own mustard festival oh, last okay. year. Oh. And we'll have our own mustard festival again this year. All right. Nice. Or other yeah. other wineries. Is kind and, of, and is there a misappropriation you know, of funds at your mustard festival? There's always misappropriation. Okay, well, there I mean, you go. Are you really doing a, a the, festival as far as putting mustards out we there? We have a party, and I made mustards last year out of uh, our Sauvignon Blanc and our Zinfandel. And, nice. Uh, yeah. No, nice. he just buys Kaz's mustards I know, and then I relabels them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's why I just like walked out the door. I'm like, Kaz, it's okay to have these mustards, right? <laughs> well, I wondered, I wondered where my I tear the label up, I get my Sharpie and go okay. Titus. I was wondering. You know? I know, you were wondering. Did you see how well these tattoos fit? on the front of these? Jeez. The numbers just didn't work they out they on the mustard up. last year. Yeah. Anyway, Vina Levo is coming oh, up. Oh, yes. The olive uh, thing. The fr- olive harvest. The, yes. uh, the olive harvest thing. Well, but this is this is pr- post. Uh, the olives have been harvested if, they, if anybody had any out here uh, because of the weird year and we've talked about that too. Uh, but anyway, uh, the Friday the seventeenth uh, at night uh, it starts, and there's a, you have to get tickets online um, from the event. It's at the lodge in Sonoma, uh, and you can go through Sonoma Valley Vintners and Grape Growers, or go to SonomaValleyWines.com. No, it's just SonomaValleyWine.com. Yeah. Sorry, SonomaValleyWine.com. And uh, this is, the, is a thing terrible. It is, yeah. and uh, it 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 it. It is, and I have that. <laughs> all right. Join us, uh, and, and I'll be there on the 7th. Um, I mean, at the 7th annual Vino Levo thing. <laughs> on the 17th But anyway, Saturday and Sunday is a bunch of other shish going on, and uh, that'll be fun. This is Kaz Randy and X here, uh, trying to get words out, and we're going to talk to Hardy Wallace in a few minutes, so stay tuned. for another cornerstone moment oh yeah this week Kaz talks with Craig Camp and Jeff Keen of Cornerstone Sellers about their philosophy behind what they do Craig we, we got to talk a little bit about philosophy hit us well it, we've been transitioning the last uh, three years the three vintages uh, it's been our goal to move to a more acid driven brighter more lifted style of wine throughout the portfolio not just in our in our whites but in our our cabernets uh it's our belief that this style of wine can more accurately show to use the french term terroir sure which i i think has been missing from napa wine from for a long time and maybe a lot of other california wines uh when you take wines to certain extremes of ripeness, you lose the vineyard character. Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, our goal is very simple. And in, in each wine, we want to show what I call the three V's, the vintage, the variety, and uh, the vineyard. So, uh, Jeff, why don't you tell us a little bit about your philosophy of making wine itself and how you want to interplay that with uh, all these wines? Well, very simply, um, throughout my winemaking career, I've really wanted to just my wines to reflect the site and the appellation that they come from. And quite simply, I want to make wines that I love to drink. 
That's all I can say. <laughs> that says it all right there. Yeah, I mean, I think that's important. I think there's a lot of people that have made wines, uh, perhaps for others, uh, uh, particularly journalists often, and they're not the wines that they themselves would choose to drink on a daily basis. And and for us, I mean, that right right away when we when we started uh, this voyage uh with these wines we sat down and we had lunch and said well you know our first rule has is, is that we both have to love to drink these wines every day otherwise we're not going to make them uh so uh craig how many cases are you guys up to in full production these days on all all, all, all let's go uh, we'll take them each at a time on cornerstone or both of you take a crack at yeah. it whatever cornerstone how many uh, cases are we putting out about right now annually well, the total production is about ten thousand cases. Okay. Two thirds of that is is stepping stone. Okay, but it's not. We're not. You know, they're not all selected in advance for where they're going. Uh, especially in the Cabernet program, anything would potentially be able to go into any blend anywhere, and in fact, does. And so, so you know, that lets the vintage really decide where the wines are going sure. in the blending process. You can find Cornerstone and Stepping Stone wines online at cornerstonecellars.com. You can visit their tasting room in downtown Yountville, California, or you can find them at fine restaurants and retailers. Look them up on Twitter at twitter.com forward slash Cornerstone Napa or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Cornerstone Napa. And those are our friends at Cornerstone Cellars. Hey, this is Hardy Wallace with Dirty South Wine, where wine is meant to be crunk. You're listening to Wine Biz Radio, where wine is crunk. Well, that's the last time. Oh, come on now. That's the last time we're going to hear from him. Yeah, we'll never hear from Hardy Wallace again, will we? No, that's... That was the, that was that the was joke, him. is that you were going to bring us back yeah. to Hardy, and then yeah. we are going to go, oh, yeah, look, it's Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> now we're going to go talk dumb dumb stuff now. Yeah, okay. so... Uh, oh, well. So, so how are your goats? Uh, my goats are great. Okay, you know? good. Yeah. And there's what, like six we babies got like, in the yeah, other room. And because it was so cold earlier this week, and we had goats ba- literally born the night that it was like 25. 20 degrees. Yeah. And so we brought them inside. So we have goats. We have hey, baby goats hey, in our living hey guys, room. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. what? I, I got Hardy on the line. You have Hardy? Hardy? Are, are you serious? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is that you? Hello. Oh, <laughs> you did get him on the line. How cool is that? Wow, that's uh, what a surprise. Wow. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Oh, we're doing just ducky, I'd say. No, we're doing goaty. Okay, we're doing yeah, we are goaty here. Yes, we've got little bleedy little bleedy uh kids uh bouncing around in a in a pen. So since we haven't talked to you in- goats he means there are no children that are bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> goat kid. Yeah. Goat kid. Yeah. So so since we haven't really up updated our listeners uh, as to your whereabouts and, and, and how fashionable you are uh, wearing uh, your new dungarees out in the uh, in the vineyards uh, in which you work. Why don't you update us and tell us, you know, what is what the heck is going on and how was Crush for you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm trying to think the last, last time I was there, yeah, I was still on the vineyard, right? Uh, the last time you were on you were with just, us, you were just leaving the uh, Natural Process Alliance. Yeah, we we haven't even when you were, we have not even chatted with you since yes, then. It has been ages, and wow. I know that you have gone wow. through so many transformations since then. You are now some other being. 
Yeah. yeah you still right. sound remarkably yeah. like Hardy, though. I will sell you that. All right. <laughs> sell you that. I just, I just smell a lot worse. <laughs> okay, so, so yeah, we can. Well, you know yeah. what? We're picking that up, that stench up right now. <laughs> it's dirty. It's yeah. dirty. It's, it's in fact. So it's, yeah, just to, to catch everyone up to speed. Um, the last time we talked, I was leaving the Natural Process Alliance, and I was going to. Um, I was leaving to spend the summer up in Amador County in the Sierra foothills, farming Shake Ridge Vineyard or Shake Ridge Ranch. Um, Shake Ridge is a pretty phenomenal spot in Sutter Creek. It's a 44-acre vineyard that was planted by... Uh, oh, perfect. Oh, my, I'm just doing a... Oh. <laughs> sorry, I'm just doing a Rick Perry here. I'm like, I can't even remember my name. <laughs> well, well, excuse me, sir. I'm sorry. We don't know who we're calling. What's your name? <laughs> no, but it's a 44-acre vineyard that was planted by Ann Kramer, and... Anne's a pretty remarkable person. She was a vineyard consultant for about 25, 30 years, um, working for folks like Paul Hobbs, for Schaefer, for Shandon, and pretty much any anyone under the sun. And she more or less retired and wanted to do her own thing and planted 44 acres of vineyards uh, up in Amador County. And Amador is definitely not a new wine region. It's got you know, vines going back 120 years in some spots. But kind of precision viticulture, if that's what you want to call it, is kind of a new thing in the area. So she was one of the first people to really pioneer kind of taking it up multiple notches as far as the detail applied to farming up there. And so I was really fortunate. I had met Anne earlier in the uh, last year and actually was looking to buy some fruit from her. Uh, she has some Maved or Mavedra on the property. Um, that I was really interested in. Right, that and, was and, that was going to be that was going to be your 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 wine that you wanted to uh, to make and and to make make it yours. Yeah, absolutely. And um, still in the process of um, making it mine, um, but we're closer. <laughs> so I spoke with Anne, and Anne was really amazing. I expressed that you know I'm relatively new to the industry and. Not only did I want to do, hey, I've done the social media piece, I've done sales and marketing, I did some seller work, and started making wine, but I really wanted to get my hands dirty in the vineyard. I really wanted to better understand the viticulture piece of it, because not only do I think that's an important thing to know, I, I know knowing that's going to make me a better winemaker. So, and now, and, now, uh, now you know that that was a big mistake. And <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that, that's why I know why so many winemakers don't grow their own grapes. That's um, exactly right. <laughs> yeah, it, but it was it was I, so I had a, a almost a three month experience up on Shake Ridge as basically part of a four person summer vineyard crew, and um, Amador County is far from what I would describe as cool climate. Um, you know, most days, you know, you've got the huge diurnal swing that might even be larger and, you know, bigger than some parts here in Sonoma. Um, but boy, I mean, there's no morning fog. So that sun just starts coming up at nine o'clock in the morning. You might be at nine, you know, 90 degrees or so. Yeah. You, know, you might have seen your breath at six, but man, it's, uh, some serious temperatures. So, I mean, it, the vineyard work we did was not, not glamour, uh, Glamour viticulture. It was, you know, 
spending sometimes, you know, four days in a row, nine hours a day, weed whacking in the sun. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I, used, I, used, I used to pull leaves so much that, you know, I would dream about, you know, leaf pulling and dropping clusters all night, you know, <laughs> hunting gophers and... and uh, and then you wake up and you have to deep doing it. Oh my God. <laughs> exactly. And so you're, you're just drunk, drunk about pulling leaves and dropping fruit. And now you're going to spend the next 10 hours doing it. Oh, oh man. So, so the, <laughs> they, they have a word for that, Hardy. It's called character building. Yes, exactly. <laughs> So, 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 Mr. Character, did you, did you actually take care of those 44 uh, acres? Yeah. So, um, Holy four of us, four of us full time took care of 44 acres. And then occasionally we'd have a crew come in, um, for, you know, if we had to do, you know, tons of dropping or tons of leaf pulling where the four of us couldn't get to it all the way, right. um, we'd bring an additional crew in. Wow. And yeah, it was, um, I have never, I mean, I knew it was going to be hard and I knew it was going to be challenging, but I mean, it really, that agriculture piece, um, the farming side of it, I, as a winemaker now, realizing if I'm going to tell someone that, hey, they need to open the canopy up a little bit or they need to drop fruit or they need to, you know, do some sort of tweak in, you know, in my block, I now realize what sort of effort that is, you know, when it's, like, hey, you know, can you, you know, you know, pull laterals? Well, that might take one person, you know, per row, you know, two hours per row or three hours per row, and you've got 35 rows or something like that. You know, it's, it's not just time. You start realizing how much that costs the farmer. Sure. And, absolutely. Uh, so you it, have a newfound appreciation but, for viticulture. Yes, absolutely. And like, you know, one of the most amazing things, so obviously learning, getting to spend the time with, and that was, you know, I mean, you know, by far the highlight, you know, I, I think the highlight of my year. But for me, it was also being able to work my own block. So I actually have about an almost an acre of Moved or Movedra on the property up there that is, you know, I do not own, but I was able to farm. Right. And I've got a, a contract for that for this year and hopefully for the rest of, you know, my life as, you know, making wine. But it was an amazing experience for me to, hey, I... I it will be years and years and years before I can afford to, uh, you know, have a vineyard, plant a vineyard, or you know, you know, own some plot of land that's beyond, you know, two feet by four feet square. <laughs> so, uh, you know, to be able to actually more or less work my own vines without being a large winery leasing a vineyard from somebody. Yeah, you know, well, you know. If if you went back home and bought some acreage, I'm sure you know you know you know. Yeah, because you can grow Mouvedre back in uh, in Georgia, can't you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, put put it's a, be coming off be coming off the vine sticky, but it's going to be all right. Yeah, I think you should do uh, rooftop vineyards in Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, I, absolutely. <laughs> There, 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 heck, there, there's a lot of minerality in blacktop, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, uh, blacktop and pavement. And it's all organic, right? Oh, and yeah. you could have multiple elevations all within one thing. That'd be great. Exactly. It's, so the, the time of the venue was absolutely phenomenal. It was, I mean, it's incredible. And then the beginning of September, I left the vineyard and then started working production for um, the fall for Aaron Jordan. Um, at Bayla. So I did basically wine production, cellar rat, uh, harvest dude, whatever you want to call it, 
all fall with Aaron, not only making all of the phala lines, but then making Turley's Cabernets, and then um, a bunch of custom crust stuff, some really high-end Napa Cab, as well as making the second vintage of Dirty and Rowdy, which we went up from the whopping one ton of uh, 2010 to almost six tons last year. Hey, cool. Wow. Yeah. So it's, uh, you know, it's still not, I mean, now I can say, yes, it is a ton, but it's not, still not a lot in the grand scheme of things, but hey, it'll be, you know, 350, 400 cases this year. And that's so, that's uh, like that's real numbers, man. That's yeah. significant. Yeah, those are numbers, dude. That's yeah, called, that's called winemaking. Yeah. So are you? Yeah, are you going to be? Are you going to sell this under your name? Or are you going to go and get the whole can of worms? Or are you? No. So yeah, right now the only thing that we're waiting for is uh, actually our type two paperwork to come back. Nice. So yeah. So once we have that, we're legal to sell. And um, I've got a I've got a bottling coming up in February, one in March, and the 2010s are all bottled up, sitting there waiting waiting to be sold. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it'll be sold under Dirty and Rowdy Family Wine Company. Nice. Yeah, so. no, I think that's awesome, man. I think that's great. So did you? Yeah, have you? If you you've uh, you've uh, plopped a, a label on there and everything. Yeah, well, actually, the labels are in the process of being approved. They're all designed, so uh, okay. we've got 2010s are sitting in shiners, uh-huh. and hopefully if the label approval comes back in the next week or so, um, we'd be able to throw something on the stuff for March. But um, right now, we'll be bottling into shiners and then hand-labeling everything. There but you go. Seeing that it's only a, a couple hundred cases, it's not a little, it's, it's not a small feat, but it can be done in a day. Oh, sure, so, sure, sure. Yeah, with, the, with as many hands as I can find, it can get it done in a day. Oh no, you'd be surprised that you can get that done pretty quick. I mean, we we do that all the time. Um, oh, and if you need help with any of that, just let me know. Oh man, I really appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, just with a little machine that'll put them on there for you and just speed up that whole process uh, immen- yeah, a immensely. Uh, just a little yeah. bit, yes. But uh, uh, so yeah, Hardy, put me down for a couple of those shiners. I think I'd uh, I, I okay. can try this. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Absolutely. Uh, they are, um, yeah, they're, I'm, you know, they're, they're my babies, so, like, you, you guys all know. You sell your babies? Thing. No, I'm yeah, I'm going to sell my babies, but, you know, it's tough to be, it's tough to be, you know, impartial to, uh, you know, the wine, because they're, you know, they're the smartest, they're the funniest, they're going to grow up to be president of the United States, and, um, you know. Just like you, yes. <laughs> You, you know, they're, they're, they're part of you, and so I, I have a hard time judging them objectively. Um, oh, we'll, we'll do that for you. Bring them over. Yeah, bring them over. We'll, we'll definitely we'll <laughs> like, be really objective on um, Hey, I wanted, to, I wanted to ask really quickly. We're almost out of time, but uh, I want to say, how's Dirty South Wine going? Uh, Dirty South Wine's actually uh, it kind of sparked back into a little bit of... Uh, you know, it sparked back up a little bit in December. All of a sudden, I had more time to start working on it. Once as soon as Crush was done, you're like, I've got free time. I'm going to make some Exactly. Trouble. Once that started, yeah. So I actually did quite a lot of work on it or post on it over, uh, I took a couple weeks off at Christmas and uh, started doing pretty well with that. I've got a new post coming up tomorrow. Oh, sweet. And then actually more exciting than any of that is uh, today I launched my official HardyPWallaceJr.com website. I which, noticed um, that. I saw that. 
Yeah, so, yeah, so uh, actually, Randy's been following I've you. I've been following you. Ta- talk about it. You got like 30 seconds, but yeah, let's uh, spit yeah, out what, so, what this um, is. What I, what I wanted to do was take all the experience that I had, not only in social media, but the experience that I've had in the vineyard, in the cellar, running a tasting room, selling wine, distributing wine, delivering wine, cleaning, and be able to use that and help people, use that understanding that I have now and help people tell their stories. Nice. Um, social, me- social media falls flat if you don't have a story that's worth sharing behind it. And so many of the wine stories that are out there are the same as their next neighbor and the same as the neighbor next to them, same as the neighbor next to them. And you'll get a bottle and you listen to someone tell you about, oh, it's the best grapes from the best winemaker and, you know, we're following our dream. You know, we visited Tuscany and decided to open a winery. Yeah, you and 50,000 others, yes. Yeah, well, it it sounds like you're going down that same path. Way to go, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. exactly. Great great for you, you and everyone else. So it's about pulling... Yeah, Hardy, we got to run, but man, it was good talking with okay. you. I got to, we got, we got to share Great. a beer sometime soon. We'll get him in the studio Absolutely. sometime thanks, soon. Thanks yeah, you guys. yeah, right. yeah. Take it Cheers. easy, buddy. Yeah, that's uh, Hardy yeah. Wallace, Dirty South Wine. Learning to and, do it the hard way. Uh, Hardy P. Wallace, that's like Roscoe P. Coltrane. Catch it, catch it. Learning to do it the Hardy way. Oh, I'm liking it. Yeah. All right, you take care, brother. We'll see you soon, okay? See you guys. Talk right. soon. Bye. Bye. Cool. Well, right. This was uh, Kaz, Randy, and X here on Wine Biz Radio. We appreciate your ear, and we've got so many things to tell you next week from Unified Some Grape Symposium, and we'll be there. So, But for now, you just stick up your bottom, and it's up. <laughs> <laughs> Bottoms up, kids. Wine Biz Radio is produced in cooperation with Sun FM 91.3 in Sonoma, as well as online at winebizradio.com. Audio production by Randy Hall and Christoph Smith. Hosted by Rick Kaz Kazmeyer. Theme music by Kenny Cast. Voiceover by Nikki Valley, also known as VinoChick. Check out my wine blog at vinochick.blogspot.com. WineBiz Radio is distributed under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license by VOM Productions.